All right. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Welcome to a brand new podcast. Um, as of right now, it's called Opening Night. And you want to know why it's called Opening Night? Tell us why. <laughs> because, well, now I explain it, kind of takes some of the lackluster away. But um, we we are going to go watch movies on opening night, technically the pre-showing night, so that way this episode can come out on the opening night of a movie. And we are here to review, I guess, yeah, I guess review the movie and give our critiques, if you may, um, on that movie and give it like our personal rating and what we personally think about it. Um, so, yeah, that is the concept of opening night. I am here with the man himself. That is right. You already know who it is. Just kidding, you don't know who it is. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I'm Justin. I'm glad to be joining Isaiah on this. Yep. I needed another like-minded individual of the film world, and that would be Justin. Oh, and by the way, my name's Isaiah. I guess you guys should know that. <laughs> well, I mean, they should already I know. Mean, it's your yeah. channel. <laughs> this is, uh, we're making a whole new channel for oh, this, a actually. A whole new channel. A whole new channel. Yep. Click oh. in the link below right here. Check out his other one. If you so, if you feel so inclined, if you want to, I'm not gonna force you. <laughs> um, but here we are. Uh, tonight we saw the movie Emma. Um, honestly, I had not heard much about this movie going into it. Um, the night last night, I was like, wait, we gotta watch a movie tomorrow so that we could do this podcast. So mm -hmm. I was like, I looked at the new releases coming out, and I saw Emma was coming out, so I had to watch the trailer, and I was like. Looks good to me. So we watched it. We watched it. Like for me, like I didn't really know about this movie until like a month ago because I was, I forgot what movie I was watching, but I saw like a little trailer for it, like a little preview before the movie I was going to see. I was like, hmm, looks kind of interesting. So yeah, then we went to go see it. Yeah. Um, it's based on the book. I'm assuming it's called Emma by Jane Austen. Let me, let me verify that. But um, I've never read the book. I haven't read the book either. Uh, I'm not a Jane Austen fan. I'm not a, I'm not a book fan in general. <laughs> uh, Jane Austen, Austen, Emma. So it is called Emma. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it gets a four out of five on Goodreads. I don't know if you're a book reader and know if that's a good score. I mean, obviously, a four out of five is good, but. Yeah. Um, seventy six percent of Google users like the book. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, like I said, I never read the book. I'm not a big reader of books, but even if I didn't read the book, I thought the movie. We'll, we'll give our like final rating at the end, but I liked it. I don't know what the book is about, or I mean, <laughs> I don't know how the book goes, but I liked it. Um, it was, it had its comedy, it had its, it was like, what kind of comedy would you call that? I'll it was call it like, like subtle, subtle comedy, because you have to like pay attention yeah. to pick up on like the jokes that are made in the movie. Yeah, yeah, because no one's blatantly, blatantly like telling a joke, 
but it has its yeah. it has its funny parts. Um, throughout the whole movie, you had to pick up on it. Um, and it was pretty funny yeah. when you when you did pick up on it. Um, and the first the first thing I noticed from the movie was the colors. Mm-hmm. The colors of uh, so let me I guess we should give you a little bit of a synopsis. Um, we follow our main character Emma, and she's basically a matchmaker for her friends mm-hmm. um we start off um uh, it was kind of confusing at the start um i didn't know if that was like her sister or her friend but i think it was her friend or like um, yeah a family friend yeah general. yeah i do think it was her friend by the way this is not a spoiler free podcast so yeah, yeah just so you know just get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> or go watch the movie and then yeah, come back just go watch the movie come back yeah we'll put a timestamp. yeah um, so, uh, it starts off with her friend getting married and Emma had helped her get her, her mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, now Emma has no friend, so she finds another friend and she tries to make a match for her friend. But it doesn't go as smoothly as her first. Thing. Yeah, it does not. Um, a lot of stuff happens. People's hearts get broken. And then, um, eventually, she had been waiting for this other guy. I forgot mm-hmm. his name. Uh, I don't know. I, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but these are our rich families in England. Um, I forget what the setting is, but by the close, it's like 1800s. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Like, judging by the early, early stuff, 1800s. Yeah. Um, so these are all rich families in England. They all have houses. Um, their houses were a big part of the movie um but she had been waiting for this one guy the whole movie she had not met him and uh, i i guess everyone was thinking that this guy and emma were going to be like perfect for each other basically yeah um because that's what the whole movie is like finding your match um Mm -hmm. and emma was finding everybody else's matches but she was not finding her own and I could tell she was being, she was being, she had a, for, for everyone around her, she was acting like she didn't care that she mm-hmm. wasn't, um, finding her own match, but you could tell, you could tell that it was hurting her inside, especially when, um, her new friend, uh, starts to fall in love with this one guy and then like they're hanging out like right like right away at that first time we see that that first guy that she falls in love with when they're walking on the path Mm -hmm. and then she runs up he runs up to her and she goes over to talk to him emma like walks forward yeah and she like gives a look like oh god yeah she's like oh i don't want to be next to these couples exactly so she walks forward and they're like in the background talking um and then her friend comes over and she's like so what did you think of him? Even though Emma didn't even like converse with him, they didn't even look at him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, she says he's not gentleman enough. Um, I believe is what she said. Um, so she's at this point, she does eventually say that she wants to keep her friend for herself and doesn't want to give her a match because again, she's lonely. Yeah, she's like outside of the person, like the people she's trying to matchmake it doesn't really seem like she has that that many friends besides her dad yeah like 
her new friend, she kind of just like picked her. Mm-hmm. And Emma is in this t- village like perfection. Um, and Emma herself is arrogant enough to believe that she's perfection. Later on, she has good character development and mm-hmm. realizes that she's been arrogant and unfeeling. She used that un, which I didn't know that was a word unfeeling, yeah. but it is back in the old time lingo. Yeah. Um. So she does eventually realize uh, her arrogance after she makes a very bad comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to that character yeah. soon. Um, so I don't remember. What, oh, yeah. So she admits that she's like she doesn't say she's lonely, but she says she wants to keep her friend to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and her friend was I don't even know what that group of girls like. I don't know what that I think was. Schoolgirls, because like you remember that old children's book, Madeline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it got me thinking of that. And then they like went to the building. They had okay. like their own like rooms and stuff. So I was like, oh, it's like a girl's school i guess or like board school something like that okay the weird thing is when they were cutting the sand yes okay hold okay back context for this yeah they had a mold and they they put sand in it and then they like oh like, <laughs> they yeah. put it down and then they take off the mold and then they drop a quarter on it and then everyone's just in a circle just with a knife cutting it and then whoever cuts it last like has to eat it or she she like i thought they were gonna dunk her face in yeah but, i mean they kind of did but like she goes in and the because now the quarter is in the sand so yeah. she like goes in and picks up the quarter with her mouth mm-hmm. so now her face is covered with sand i don't understand that yeah, like maybe like, maybe it's explained more in the book <laughs> or like this could have stood for something else that we didn't catch on yeah. or i i I, I'm not exactly sure what was going on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then all these schoolgirls also look at Emma like perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime she walked into that, that schoolhouse or whatever, wherever they were staying, um, they would, like, get all excited and be yeah. like, oh, Emma's coming, Emma's coming. And then when she had the sand on her face, Emma showed up mm-hmm. and... She took uh, her friend turned around and was like shook and also embarrassed that there was sand in her face. So now she doesn't look as good in front yeah. of her perfect friend. Um, so again, I don't understand exactly what's going on with the quarter, but it happened. Um, and then, oh, so since the for, from the beginning, there has been this other character, Mister Knight, Knightley, Knightley, Knightley Mister yeah. Knightley. And I could tell from the beginning that something was going to happen there. Mm-hmm. But also, I was confused at the start. Like, I didn't know if they were brother or sister. Yeah. Uh, but later on, it is it is cleared up. Um, but throughout the whole movie, they were, like, butting heads. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of, like, trying to get her to realize that She's not perfect. Yeah. And like the world doesn't revolve around her. Yeah. She's not always first. Night Nightly is is us, the audience. Like mm-hmm. us watching it. We know that Emma is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Everyone in that society, in that movie, in that village, believes she was besides Nightly. Mm-hmm. So Nightly is basically us, the audience. Um 
so Knightley is trying to convince her throughout the whole movie that she's not perfect. Um, always saying that she could do better. Um, whether that's drawing, because at one point she drew her friend, um, right. Yeah, and painted. he was like, Oh, she's much too tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, or whether that's, uh, choosing bad matches, um, or swaying her friend to not choose a match because she, she convinced her friend not to get married to this one guy. People get married very easily. Yeah, it's like, because, yeah. like, uh, there's this one character who got married, like, because he left for six weeks. He came back. He has a wife. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, It was also, I'm, uh, he was, I'm pretty sure he did it in spite because Emma had just broken his heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, um, he yeah she had broken his heart and then he disappeared and then comes back six weeks later with a wife yeah um and i think out of spite they like steal her and her dad's spot at church because she knows yeah yeah so they always emma and her dad always sit in that front row on the right Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden this random girl shows up and is in their spot and come to find out it's it's the guy's wife um so that was that was pretty funny um uh where where else what else um after all that eventually they have a ball and at this ball her friend falls in love with mr knightley oh hold on. We, have, we have to backtrack a little bit because so the character that left for six weeks Emma originally oh, tried yeah, to yeah. set up her friend with him. Yeah, and she like he was complimenting her and stuff, but like, Emma took it as he she was falling in love with him, and so that whole thing happened. And then like during when Emma broke his heart, that's when she found out like oh she's only he's only doing this for me because he actually likes me instead. So yeah, that happens. Her friend is still in love with this guy, and then at the ball. They, um, his wife's dancing with, uh, what's, what's the name of that guy? The uh, old guy. The old, uh, Mr. Hum. Okay, no, Mr. Yeah. Knightley. No, 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 no not no, Mr. Knightley. Before that. Okay. So anyways. What? Yeah, that guy. The wife of the guy that Emma rejected. She's dancing with the husband of her first friend that she set up at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And then that guy's wife, she's all like, oh. Like, why aren't you dancing with anybody? And he's like, oh, I, I don't really care for dancing. And she's like, oh, look at this girl. And that's Emma's friend. And that's the one that that she was in love with. And he was like, oh, my dancing days are over. And then he just leaves. <laughs> and then she starts crying. And then that's when Mr. Knightley comes yep. in. And he's like, hey, do you dance? Yep. Uh, so they dance. Um, and that's basically when her friend falls in love with Mr. Knightley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that dance... Uh, Mr. Knightley goes over to Emma and Emma thanks him for doing that, for being a gentleman mm-hmm. and asking her friend to dance after um, that other guy was rude to her. Um, and at this point, they were because it was a whole ball um, dance uh, and they were going to get up and dance again. So Mr. Knightley was like, Oh, because Emma was like, who are you going to dance with? Um, and Mr. Knightley was like, well, with you. Uh, oh, no. I completely reversed it. Emma yeah. was the one who was like, 
How about you just showed me that you could dance, and how about you ask me to dance mm-hmm. if you want to? Um, so they dance, and they dance, and all I gotta say, dance is is its own love language, because they basically fall in love right then and there mm-hmm. when they're dancing, um, and they even like mess up the the routine that was going on in the ballroom um because they were so entranced in each other's yeah, just gaze. Like looking at each other yeah so they are obviously right then and there fall in love um ball finishes and mr knightley obviously wants to say something to emma but she goes away on her carriage and he runs after her mm-hmm. literally um, yeah, because like everybody else uses carriages, but this man walks to all of his destinations. Yeah, because yeah. he, I I guess he thinks he's a gentleman. I don't know. Um, shows up, and right before he was gonna say something to her, right before he was gonna confess his love and ask mm-hmm. her hand in marriage. Yeah, because that's how fast they happen. Yeah, it's the fast they happen. Um, the guy that she that Emma had been waiting for this whole time, um. So he was actually at the ball, and they did dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he also shows up right before Mr. Knightley says anything with her friend. I don't even know. What, she said gypsies. Yeah, I I feel like... Okay, so what I what I think I got from it was she was on her way home to, like, the boarding school or whatever, and then there was just a group of gypsies, and she was trying to outrun them. She got a cramp, and then... The other guy that Emma's been waiting for this whole time, like, just saw her and then picked her up to save her. Yeah. I guess. Uh, brings her over to Emma's house. Um, and then at this point, Emma's friend confesses to Emma in a not-so-direct way that she's in love with Mr. Knightley. But Emma gets confused and thinks she had fallen in love with the other guy who Emma had been waiting for the whole time. Um, which, at this point, Emma didn't really care about yeah um so later on that leads to more um to emma realizing that she's not she doesn't she's not a good matchmaker mm-hmm. she's not because <laughs> uh, she's got all of them wrong besides her original friend um so what happens after that um, oh so like during that, she like so when she takes it at home, I got I got to search up the character names. Yeah, so that that is one thing about the movie. There's a lot of characters. Um, there's a lot of character names at the very beginning. You get bombarded with all these characters and all these character names. And me, I find it very hard to connect. Well, not just connect, but like actually know what character is who, unless I see their face and. At the beginning, we didn't really get, we didn't see anybody's face. They were just talking amongst each other, you know, sipping their tea mm-hmm. and s- spilling that tea. Okay, here we go. Same tea. So the guy that Emma was waiting for, his character's name is Frank Churchill. Yes. So Frank Churchill. Yeah. Damn. What was the I old say? guy was Frank was Frank's dad. Dad. So he's Mister Churchill. Yeah. Uh, Frank. Um, what did he do? Um, he saves, well, saves yeah. her friend. Um, and then... Wait, when she takes it as like, oh, she's like her friend, hold on. Her, 
her friend Harriet. Harriet is in love with Frank Churchill. She's like, "Oh, Mr. Churchill, stay." And then Mr. Knightley is kind of taken aback by it because he's like, "Oh, yeah, you want him to stay, but not me." Yeah. Um, and when Emma was just trying to get um Frank to also fall in love with um Harriet. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma was just like forcing people to fall in love. That's how she was a matchmaker. Um, just trying to force love on these people. Um, and then after that, Mr. Knightley is kind of like salty towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously he's, he's hurt and he's jealous of, um, of Frank Churchill. And even later on admits that he's envious of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing that happens, they go up to um, this like hill and have a picnic up there. Yeah. Um, it's Emma and Mr. Churchill and uh, his dad. And then Mr. Knightley. And then Harriet's there. Yep. And then this poor lady that is their friend. Yeah. Her name's Miss Bates. Yeah, and then her niece, who we forgot to mention, uh, yeah. she had been there for like two months at this point. Um, she knew Frank. She met Frank at this party like back in October, and this picnic was in spring. Mm-hmm. The whole timeline of the movie is a year. Yeah, so um, it, like goes with the seasons. Yeah. Um, so they're all there, and I don't know what they did. Obviously, they didn't do anything for fun back in the early 1800s because they were just chilling. They, yeah, they, they weren't they even were, talking. Nope. Just uh, blank stares all yeah. around. So Frank was like, we need to do something about this. Like, we need to, you know, have fun. So eventually it gets to the point where um, he, they, uh, he's like, say three, three doll things. Um, and then the poor lady was like, okay. Three doll things, I'll say I'll I'll say three doll doll things because usually I only say doll things and ha 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 everyone laughs. But then Emma was like, "You never stop at three doll things." Yeah, in a very like, she meant to say it in a joke, but it didn't come out it, that way. And then the whole mood of everyone at the picnic shifted. Yeah. It was real bad. Oh, I forgot. Um, Mr. Wesley, right? That's the name. Um, who him and his wife were also there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, Mister Mr. Elton. Oh, Mister Elton. Yeah, Mister yes. Elton. Mister Elton. Um, so they were also there, and her his wife says something snarky about knowing about when to say something mean or something like that. Yeah. Um, and basically the picnic's over. Like they all disperse. Um, and then Emma is just kind of sitting in her carriage, and then Mister Knightley comes up. And he's all like, yo, why did you say that? Yeah. He goes off on her. And that's when that's when Emma cracked mm-hmm. and she starts sobbing. She heads back home um, and she's still crying. And then her dad comes over and then that's when she admits that she's been arrogant, blah, blah, blah. Um, finally realizing how she's not perfect, basically has her 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 realization mm-hmm. um and then she goes and make amends with the miss bates mm-hmm. and then um she finds out 
after that that Frank and Mrs. Bates' niece, mm-hmm. when they met at the party back in October, they got married <laughs> or they got engaged and they had been hiding it from everyone. Yeah. It is a secret, yeah. secret engagement. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Emma's, even though she doesn't show it, she's like, she's kind of hurt that Frank was like, was like talking to her, even though she, even though he's engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so being the good friend that she is, she goes and breaks the news to her friend because she still thinks that Harriet is in love with Frank. Mm-hmm. And Harriet's like, oh, no, you must be confused. I'm not in love with Frank. Yeah, she's like, I'm in love with Mr. Knightley. And, and then, then Emma's Emma, like, she's like, oh, shit. She's like, what? Like, she was not prepared for that uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And then Harriet realizes that Emma is actually in love with Mr. Knightley. Mm-hmm. And then they get all mad. Um, and... Um, Emma or um Harriet leaves, um and then Emma. Oh, be, oh, uh, because Harriet says that Mister Mister Knightley had been talking to her and and she was convinced that he was about to ask for her hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out next that he was going to ask for her hand in marriage, but for the original guy that she had rejected earlier in the movie and mm-hmm. the only reason she had rejected him was because emma wanted her friend to herself yeah and keep in mind that happened like the autumn timeline we're yeah. in the summer yeah so a lot of months has passed yeah. and this man is still in love with harriet yeah. i mean you get just get over a guy yeah, like, exactly well, whatever it's, it's, it's the 1800s that's a different conversation for another time <laughs> um so he's still in love with her and then um Emma goes over to him and is like, you still have a chance with her. Like, I bet, like, you know, gave her her draw a drawing of her and was like. And a goose. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the goose is for, but it's a whole <laughs> ass goose. Yeah. Just dead, chilling in a basket. He's like, here you go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that has some sort of meaning there. But, yeah. Um, so he eventually asks Harriet for her hand in marriage and obviously this time she says yes because she wasn't going to have Emma hold her back mm-hmm. um and then before we know that uh is when Emma and Mr. Knightley have their conversation and uh Emma is like no you were going to ask for Harriet's hand in marriage um because now Mr. Knightley has confessed his love for Emma. Um, and she, as soon as he says that, she's like, has a conniption or something because she starts to bleed. Yeah. Like a nosebleed. <laughs> um, and she's like, no, you're supposed to ask Harriet's hand in marriage. He's like, no, like I was going to ask her hand in marriage for the other guy. Um, and she's like, oh, like, well, I, I'll go talk to him then. And then, and then, Harriet and the other guy get um, engaged, um, and then eventually Mr. Knightley and Emma get engaged. Yeah. Just like we all wanted. Exactly. Because Mr. Knightley always saw her flaws and didn't think she was perfect, 
but she but he still accepted her for her flaws mm-hmm. like a true gentleman and one of my favorite scenes about like them knowing that they love each other is uh, oh yeah because he always like mr knightley always visits her and the dad like they just always chill in like the fireplace room and they they just hang out and then like the scene before they get married the dad like throughout the movie he's all been like oh don't you guys feel like a draft somewhere it's a closed house. Yeah. It's like, how could they feel a draft? <laughs> and then, like, after he notices them, like, sneaking looks at each other, he he just looks side to side. He knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he, he knows what's up. And he does the most pimp move ever. This man is all like, Mr. Knightley, don't, don't you feel a draft just above the knees? And then Mr. Knightley, he's not picking up the hint. He's like, no. And he's like, shame. And he just looks back at his book. And then Mr. Knightley's like, oh, shit, I know what he's trying to say. And he's like, you know what? I think I do. And then the dads are like, oh, yeah, I see. I told you. And then he tells the sirs to go get, what, what would you call they're, it? They're, I don't know. They're some sort of, like, shades. I don't know. Yeah, not... it was like a foldy thing that they yeah. could put to, like, get rid of air or something. Yeah. And then they, they get the small one because they've used the small one all throughout the movies. And he's like, no, not that one. Go get the big one. And then they put it right between the dad and then, because like, Mr. Knightley. Okay, so Emma's right here. Dad, Mr. Knightley. And then big old space right in the middle. And then he's like, oh, put it in the middle. And then he's all like, oh, I'm just going to go over here. And then, boom, right there. And then he gets more covered up so he doesn't yeah. see them. And then they, they just start kissing. Yeah. And, like, the dad was a pimp during that scene. He was like, I see what you're trying to do, boy. Yeah. Yep, and he let it happen. Let it happen. OG right there. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I like I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the humor. Um. Uh. They it had it had some good character development. You know, like I said at the beginning, Emma did not think she was. She she thought she was perfect, just mm-hmm. like everyone, because everyone looked at her and. Thought she was perfect, so mm-hmm. she in turn thought she was perfect. Until Mister Knightley broke her and realized that she was not, in fact, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would should stop interfering with people's love lives. Mm-hmm. Um, because it she's, it was all wrong. Uh, all her matchmaking was wrong. Um, and I still think that we as an audience will connect more to Mr. Knightley because like I said, he's the only one who saw that she wasn't perfect. Yeah. Uh, saw that she was, ki- she was kind of a dick. Yeah. And he wasn't afraid to tell her. Yeah. Um, her, her, her dad was kind of weird, uh, just because at the beginning, like he didn't care for Emma. Like, uh, and Emma even says that he thinks, um, that she's, you, useless no she didn't say useless but it's something yeah, something, something like, like that, that. along those lines uh but then towards the end of the movie they like get close and he's like don't ever leave me um and she doesn't even so i guess back in the 1800s when you get married the girl goes and lives with uh leaves and goes and lives with the guy i mean obviously yes yeah. um but the mr knight was like no, I'll stay here so you don't have to leave your dad. Um, and so very gentleman of him, I guess, 
to do that. And yeah. throughout the movie, like she was saying, like she uh, to her friend, like she should get like the perfect gentleman. Like you, everyone should get the perfect gentleman for them. Um, and since everyone had been talking about Frank and saying he's like so handsome and such a gentleman, like in her eyes, it sounded like he was perfect. So her thinking she's perfect, she needs someone who sounds like he's perfect, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Frank. Um, and Mr. Knightley, compared to the other guys, Mr. Knightley, I guess, would not be the most handsome. He had long hair, not like super long, but compared to the other guys, he had longer hair and he was shorter. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just realized he was shorter yeah, he, than everybody else. Because there's this one scene where... Emma leaves in her carriage. Mr. Churchill, Mr. Knightley, they're standing there. And yeah. Mr. Churchill's like, boom. Yeah. And then he's all right here. Yeah. So he was not perfect for, you know, for the perfect Emma. He was, Mr. Knightley was not perfect for the perfect Emma. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Knightley was perfect for the Emma that realizes she's not perfect. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they were. That was the match, the the perfect match that Emma had been searching for. Um, what? So yeah, back to the colors. This all started with the colors. Wow. <laughs> um, all their houses were different. All the rich uh, houses were different colors. They were colorful, mm-hmm. and compared to the when she went to the Mrs. Bates, Bates yeah. and also when she went to the farmer's house, uh, which was um. Uh, Harriet's soon-to-be husband. Uh, he was a farmer. It was all gray and colorless. But then you got to the rich people's house, and it was super colorful, besides the fact that there were mansions uh, and filled with art. But, like, they were pastel-y. It reminds me of the movie, which I haven't seen, but I always see, like, snippets of it because they use it for color, like, color examples. Um, hotel. Oh, Grand Budapest. Yes. Hotel, yeah. Yes. Um that I just know that it's very pastel-y colorful mm-hmm. and it reminded me of this movie. Um, I don't know if that, if that description is given in the book, like they live in very colorful houses. Um, maybe it was, but then it was up to the filmmakers to make it look like that pastel-y mm-hmm. color. And then also Emma's dresses. She had bright colors. She had yellow. She had like super bright white, um, blue, like yeah, baby she, blue. The only time she wore the dark blue, though, was um, I noticed it because it was like kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, was it when she had to? When was it? Oh, when Mister Weasley? Well, I keep forgetting his name. Which one? The guy who goes missing for six weeks. Oh, uh, Mister Elton. Yes. When she breaks his heart, yes, mm-hmm. they were because I remember it was when the, it was snowing, um, and because it was snowing, like they all rushed to their carriages, and she gets left, uh, to have to take a carriage with him, with him, um, and then in the carriage ride, he confesses his love to her, and she's like, "No, no, no, you are supposed to fall in love with Harriet, yeah. not me." And she's like, oh, matrimony's not on my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically breaking his heart. Yeah. Um, and the, he's like, driver stopped the carriage, and he, like, walks out in the snow, and is all sad. 
Um, so that's the only time she wore blue. So there is mm-hmm. symbolism with the colors. Yeah, definitely. Um, at the end, Harriet was wearing yellow gloves. Um, and I don't think throughout the movie, like, she was wearing very colorful things. Yeah, she wore, like, kind of just gray-colored clothing. Yeah, or, just like, like, a, a pale pink. Yeah. Um, when they were at the ball, I think it was, like, a pale pink. Um, and also their hair was a big part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all, like, super proud of their hair. Emma had, like, this weird hairstyle. Um, yeah. Like, super curly um, on the sides. And actually, you could t- in the movie, it shows us how she gets those super curly curls. Yeah. She, like, ties it up at night. With, like, some flower petals and yeah. stuff. Um, and sleeps like that. Um, so, you know, there's some hair tips. I might try that tonight. Exactly. Because he's got the curls already. I, I got the curls. Now we're going to get coily curls. <laughs> um, but yeah, the colors, um, pastel color, pastel colors. I like that. The music choices mm-hmm. were good. Um, and when they included the music, like they also added it for comic for comedy. Um, I know it was mostly at the beginning when they had it. Um, and so the music was good. Um, like I said, the only, probably like the one few things I didn't like is that there were so many characters and it was hard to keep yeah. track. Maybe that's just a personal thing, but maybe the book is like that too. If you've read the book, by the way, let us know what you think of the book and then go watch the movie and then let yeah. us know how they compare. Um, see what's different. Yeah. Cause as a movie itself, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you compare it to the book, probably I, not. I know there's people that hate when film makers make a movie from a book mm-hmm. uh there are you know general like things that it's hard for movies to fit a you know 300 page book mm-hmm. into it was actually a long movie actually um yeah, i think it was like two hours yeah um it was like a good two hours and a half probably yeah um let me see how many pages either way like trying to fit um title Oh, so, uh, wow. Yeah, this is a big book. 1,815. So, trying to fit that many pages into two, two and a half hours is pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So, going into it, like, you should already expect, like, it's not going to be like the book. Like, there's no way a movie will ever be completely like the book. But it's up to the filmmakers to decide whether... It's uh, how 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 much they want to portray portray the book, um, and then what stuff they could cut that yeah. they don't think it's important. Yeah, um, because we all know that books usually have a lot of extra detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're making a movie, those extra details kind of go to like the setting and like. So yeah, it's up to the filmmaker. To choose what to keep and what to not keep. Yeah. Um, it's never going to fully please book readers, but oh well. What can you do? Yeah. Um, also, just real quick, going back to colors. What I noticed about... What was her name? The, and, annoying, the annoying lady? Uh, Miss Bates? Yeah, Miss Bates. Throughout the whole movie, she was annoying Emma. Yeah. And like, Emma even says that she's dull to Harriet. And then, like, right before that scene, well, right after she says that, 
Miss Bates is like, oh, you guys have to come over for tea. My niece is here. And then it cuts to, like, her apartment. But, mm. like, I didn't really know it was apartment at first. They're just drab colors because she's drab. I just thought it was because of that. And then later on, like Isaiah said, it's because she's poor. She lost all her money. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, a one-room apartment. Um, and it was also super awkward. Yeah. Like, um, her, she was trying to make her niece and Emma, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they're the same age, I think? yeah, yeah. Um, and then now that her niece is finally shown up, they get together and they don't really become friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously later when they find out that she is engaged to Frank, obviously, and I think it was weighing on on her niece, um, because they were at a Mister Mister Knightley opened up his house for a touring. Mm-hmm. Um and she the the niece confronts Emma well doesn't confront her but says that if anyone asks where she's at she had left to go home and Emma's like are you well and she's like there's times where you know that you were getting like oh, what she said there's times she's like where tired yeah where, tired where you're strained or something like that yeah um and at the time Emma didn't know what she was talking about but later she realized that she was getting tired of lying that to people that she was engaged to Frank um I don't know how active that Denise is in the the book but in the movie she wasn't super active yeah. I thought that I thought she was gonna have more with Mr. Knightley because mm-hmm. they kind of like introduced like there was kind of a thing there yeah but they never really expanded on that. Because um, there's a scene where, like, um, where her niece, the the niece, Jane Fairfax, like, plays piano. And, like, yeah. and then, like, before she did that, somebody announced, like, oh, it's a duet. And Mr. Knightley is there with his violin. And they're just all playing together, singing together. Yep. And then the first time uh, Jane plays a piano everyone was shook because she really knew how to play it mm-hmm. um and mr knightley specifically he goes over to emma and is like i'm glad you invited her um so obviously there was a thing there but they didn't really expand on that mm-hmm. so i wish they could have done that a bit more just to show that in my eyes i think mr knightley was just doing it in spite because emma was talking trying to talk to frank yeah. um and then little to their knowledge that Frank and Jane were uh, engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think... Yes. Aha. Nice. So, I think that's basically it. Um, our final verdict on Emma. What, what would you What would you rate? What would you rate, Emma? Well, like, for me, because I don't really watch movies like that. Like, at all, like, Victoria. It was almost kind of like a rom-com. Yeah. I was not expecting it. I mean, not, like, an actual yeah. rom-com, but... Yeah. Like, for me, since I don't really see movies like that, I would give it, like, a 7.9. Close to an 8. Okay. 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 I would give it... I always post these on my Snapchat story. So, I gotta do that. Do it for the snap. You gotta do it for the snap. Um. So, I would give it... A 
Um, 8.02 out of 10. Mm, not bad. 8.02 out of 10. For our first movie on the opening night podcast, not too bad. I didn't going into it. I didn't know what to expect. Same here. Um, so I'm pleased with with that. Um, so far from the movies from 2020 that I've seen, it's one of the better ones that I've seen. I mean, it's only March. Yeah, but, but still, yeah, no solid choice. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with whatever is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's ever like a week where like. Either there's nothing coming out or there's nothing good coming out or at least we don't expect it to be good. Um, we might go back to like a movie, like I don't know, like Uncut Gems, um, or, just to talk about that. Yeah. Or Doctor Sleep. Yep. Um, just to talk about that movie instead of whatever's coming out. So there might be days where we don't talk about the opening night movie, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. So that'll be it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of Opening Night. Yeah. Feel free to give us suggestions too. Yes. If you guys want to see us talk about something else or yeah, just include something. Yeah. So, you know, this is the first episode, so try not to roast us too much. Yeah. If you feel so inclined to roast us. That's it. Yeah. All right. We'll see, see you all next week. week. Peace. Nice. Oh, hell yeah.